What is this Mastodon social network all about? Is it really a Twitter killer? What do I have to do to use it? Why? Where did it come from? What is this all about? And why the buzz? It's episode 326 of the Dan York Report. And yesterday, while I was on a break between some work documents, I got an email saying that somebody had mentioned me on Mastodon. And I was extremely confused. Because I'd signed up for Mastodon back in maybe November of 2016 when Dave Troy, some others of us, were checking it out. But I used it for a little bit. Nobody I really wanted to communicate with was on it. And so I stopped. I went back to the regular systems that I use. But this is part of what I do. I try out new systems and things. But I went over, logged into Mastodon.social, the instance of Mastodon that I have an account on. And I'll come back to that in a moment. And I discovered that there were thousands and tens of thousands, actually as of this morning, over 100,000 people now flocking to Mastodon and using it. And I was stunned, amazed. And it turned out that there's been a series of pretty high profile articles on Motherboard and Mashable and some Medium articles, some other things that have been going around over the past week or so that have brought many people looking for an alternative to Twitter over to it. Now, part of this is because Twitter's gone and screwed up the way that you work with usernames and replies and made it much more annoying to go and do anything. But some of this is honestly people seeking an alternative. Now, let's talk about what Mastodon is and is not. You know, Mastodon is a, a social network like Twitter. You enter in status updates, you follow people, you can you see, you can be followed by people, all of that. It's very much... For those of us who have been longtime TweetDeck fans, logging in the Mastodon is, uh, is a TweetDeck experience. You go in there, you have a home column, you have other columns that are the local timeline, federated timeline, pieces like this. It looks very much like uh, a Twitter or a TweetDeck experience. But here's the difference. Twitter is a centralized service. Everything runs on Twitter's infrastructure. It's all there. There is only one Twitter. You sign in there. I am the only Dan York on Twitter because I got that ID back in 2006. That's me. I'm there. What happens with uh, Mastodon is that it is a federated environment. It's much more like email, where you have many different email services, and you can get to have you know an account on one email, like Gmail, and you can have one on Hotmail, on AOL Mail. You can run your own email server. You can do any of that kind of thing, and you can send email messages to anybody else out there. You just have to know their address. You have to know the thing that's there. Well, this is a similar thing. Anybody can run a Mastodon instance, as it's called. You can run it on your own site. You can run it on your server. You can log into one. You can do anything like this. And, and this point was brought home to people because of the fact that many of them tried to go to Mastodon.social, which is the uh, which is the, the Mastodon instance run by the author of the software, and they found they couldn't get in. It was not allowing new accounts. It was overloaded. I think there's, when I last I looked, there's over 40,000 users on that one server. And so people were directed to the list of other servers and ones that were available. And so you could go to their, one of those and get an account. And so I know people who got accounts at Octagon or Octodon.social and Mastodon.cloud and many other different ones that you could go to and get an account and get set up. Now, Here's what Mastodon has done really nicely, though. There's federation between the different instances so that I can go and subscribe to somebody who's on something else. So, for instance, 
Shell Holtz is over on one that I'd never heard of that I was able to connect to there. Chris Brogan is on one called Mastodon.rocks. Aswith Rao is on one Mastodon.network. You know, there's lots of creative names, lots of different things that are out there in places, but that's the point, is you can go and join any of these instances. You don't have to just join Twitter. You can join any of these, whichever one is run by people that you trust or run by people that you think it will be up. And that's what's interesting is on the list of, of Mastodon instances, they show you, you know, the uptime of various different um, instances and whether they have, you know, good solid uh, TLS connections, whether they support IPv6, all of those kinds of things. Side note, I was bummed that the one I chose back in November doesn't support IPv6, so I might want to look for another one. But anyway, the key point is you can move around like that. You can connect to people. You can follow people. And then what happens is the people that you follow show up in your home timeline. Then you can also look for the local timeline, which is all of the updates from people on your site. You can look at also the federated timeline, which is the combination of the updates across all of the different instances that are out there. Now, We've seen this movie before, all right? Back in 2008, I wrote a whole article around, what did I call it? I called it The Real Meaning and Power of Identica, aka Open Source Twitter. And that was the, uh, we had, it was our great hope at that time that Identica and its underlying software called Laconica would give us an open source federated microblogging service that would be a, a something separate, distributed, decentralized, different from Twitter. And, and many of us used Identica for quite a while and used it as a way that was there. But, you know, it uh, Twitter evolved. Twitter became the where, where people went in many different places. And Identica morphed into what was called StatusNet, which then interestingly joined in 2013 with another effort called GNU Social. And and actually provides the underlying infrastructure, the protocols, the O status, the other pieces that are there. Um, are actually what power Mastodon, to be honest. It's an, a further evolution of those protocols and those things that originated back in those early days with a way to look at how do you do distributed decentralized uh, microblogging. Now, what Mastodon has done differently, which I think is interesting, is that it is possible to, uh, to find people. This is the, always the challenge with a distributed decentralized system because, you know, how do I find your email address, right? If I want to email you, good luck. You know, I have to guess. I have to try to do, think what it is. I have to find it somehow. I have to get it from you or find it from your web page or find it from some other mechanism. The directory issue, and I can go back to my directory dilemma blog post that I wrote back a couple years back, thinking of it in messaging terms, but it is the directory dilemma is the challenge. How do you, how do you find people across a decentralized distributed network? Now, Mastodon seems to do a pretty good job with that because I was able to go and if I just type in a an at symbol, and an I, as I would in Twitter, and I start to put in somebody, if they're not in on my local instance, it will in some cases pull them in from another place. I was able to find Stefan Bortzmeier, who's on another another instance out there in France, and it found him across the directory. Now, I've subsequently learned there's a little bit in there that needs to do that, you know, your your profile only appears on somebody else's system if somebody's referenced to you. I and mean, there's some bootstrapping, I think, that has to happen. I, I don't know yet. I need to figure it out. I'd love comments about that. But the net of it, though, is that you can connect to people across other instances. 
So right now, of course, we have tens of thousands of people migrating to it. My cynical speculation is that many of them will go there. They'll play with it for a bit. They'll declare that, yeah, nobody's here. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go back to Twitter. And they will. Whereas others will continue to look at it, use it, work with it, do that kind of thing. We saw this with Identica. We saw this with Diaspora. We saw it with Ello um, as a Facebook killer. We saw it with uh, even with Google+. We've seen migrations en masse to another system. People use it. People try it out for a while. And then people discover the people they really want to communicate with aren't there and they go back to something else. Now, I personally would like to hope that at some point we'll figure out how to get to a system like this. You know, it's not the, the massive Twitter killer that everybody immediately thinks it is because it, it does need to grow. It has some evolution. It will do that. But so far, I have to say, I think it's a pretty cool instance. I'm glad that they have uh, done this. I will continue to participate uh, to the degree I can. And uh, let's see where it goes. But that's what Mastodon is all about. If you want to try it out yourself, you can go to mastodon.social. What you'll find there, of course, is that it, uh, it, that one is not taking, taking um, registrations. But if you go to it, you can get a link that will then bring you over to where the other, um, to where the other instances are. I'd note, too, there are apps already out there for it. I'm using one on iOS called, I don't know how you say it, Amarok, A-M-A-R-O-Q. Um, there's also one for Android called Tusky. There's some other different ones that are in development on different places. So uh, you can use that. One note you should say, perhaps as the name says, um, you don't tweet, you toot. You toot a thing. And yes, that's the actual word, which of course has turned some people off because at least in American English, that's also another word for farting. But be that as it may, you can toot your comments. You can talk about toots. You can do that. And some people object to the mastodon, you know, it's an, it, as far as a uh, large dead animal. But whatever, names aside, the reality is it's an interesting view into what a distributed decentralized social network could be where people do have the power to run their own instance, to, to use it in their own way, to, uh, to try it out, to see what's there. Now, if you know somebody's on... Mastodon, you can usually get to them by a URL. For instance, mine is mastodon.social slash at Dan York. That's how you can find me and you can get there. That's me, the Dan York that's there. Now, there are you know tens of, of Mastodon instances at this point, so somebody else can be Dan York over on another one. And of course, you get into issues with impersonation, you get into all those kinds of things, but that is the reality of a decentralized system. You know, somebody else can have Dan York on various email systems. There are many other Dan Yorks out there. So that's the one that's me. And you can check it out and see what's there. Feel free to follow me if you wish. And uh, I'll be curious to see where this all goes. And be curious for your comments. What do you think about it? If you've tried it out, what do you think so far? Have you tried the, the mobile apps? Have you tried the systems? What do you think about where this will go? My hope certainly is that this will be a, a good step along the path. Will it be the one that people start to use and it becomes more of a open, distributed, decentralized social layer? It would be great if it was. If not, I certainly hope it becomes a step, another step forward that we continue to build upon until at some point we do get to an environment where we do have a distributed, decentralized social layer, just like we have a communication layer for email and just like we have a publishing layer for web servers and all of that. Love to hear your comments again. You can leave them here at soundcloud.com slash Dan York. 
Uh, or you could go to Mastodon and leave the comments there. Or um, leave it wherever these appear on other social networks. That's all for now. You can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening and bye for now.